going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. Man, I'm your host, Arsenio Season 3, episode number 73. Guys, developing writing. We're going to learn how to write a formal email of complaint. Guys, I only have a few more episodes left, okay? We're back on track. I'm feeling good again. I'm healthy again, so you know what? It's time to start bringing these out so we can get into this monster in season number four, which is the upper intermediate level. So, today, again, developing writing. Tomorrow, we got some grammar, future activities in the past. Then we have probably about three to four more episodes after that. By the end of next week, we're going to be into the upper intermediate level. All right, so this is going to be a very, very difficult level. I'm so excited to, of course, start this season with you guys. And for all the native English speakers who have been following me, a lot of this stuff is going to be very, very useful for you. And all the non-native English speakers, get ready because this is going to be very, very difficult. But you know what? Without further ado, guys, it is time to get into this. Now, a lot of you are wondering, okay, so why are we doing formal emails of complaints and letters and stuff like that? Well, Because a lot of my students, they need that. I told you guys last time that I did the first develop in writing, and it scored big. Not only in the podcast, but on the blog. A lot of people need this. And of course, they want to see how they can actually set up the paragraphs. They want to see what kind of linkers, also known as, of course, what is it? Oh my god, I completely forgot how to say them. Transitional words and phrases out there in England, they call them linkers. How to put them into their writing, what the sentence structures look like, are they compound, are they complex, how should they, uh, of course, end the paragraphs, or this, or that, so that's what I'm going to be going over, but first, we need to understand what these linkers, these transitional phrases are, so when you're writing things in terms of a consequence, you can use therefore, and so, as a result... If you're using time in sequence, of course, you have next, then, after that, finally. It's pretty basic, okay? That's kind of for your writing process on an IELTS task one. Contrast, you can use but, although, however, nevertheless. Now, I rarely, rarely use nevertheless, but of course, you guys can use it. Reason, because, as, since... When you're writing about addition, you can say, in addition, what is more, furthermore. So, now let me break down this email for you guys, alright? So, let's hit this off with a dear sir or madam, comma. Space, of course, your first sentence. I'm writing to complain about the goods and service in your store. And then, of course, you're going to, that's basically, that's the subject line. Well, not the subject line, but that's they I want you want the reader to know what you're going to complain about. Now, of course, it's not great to talk and speak about, you you know, something negative right off the back in some writing. But when you're trying to send an email, it could be customer service at an airline. Um, I've done this a number of times. Um, Well, I wouldn't say a number of times. Uh, Like for here. Uh, Well, no, not for here. But I went to Hong Kong and the hotel I was staying at. They were very – I did not like the way I was approached right off the back. So I remember I got out the, the elevator, and I'm like, woohoo, okay, I'm in Hong Kong. I just had a really, really bad experience with immigration officers at Hong Kong. And then, of course, I walked into the lobby, and the first thing the guy said is like, we don't have any rooms. And I was like, you ne- 
really? We don't have any rooms. Uh, sir, yeah, I actually have a room booked already. And so when you get this, this is called, of course, racial discrimination. Because anytime someone of color, I don't know if this happens in mainland China, Hong Kong, you name it. But when they see someone of color, they hurry up and become very apprehensive. So yes, at the conclusion, I remember when I called room service and I was like, dude, can I have any, can I have some water? He's like, oh, we'll bring you water when we, uh, when we make up your room. And I remember they called me for like two days saying, can we make up your room? Can we wake up your room? I was like, no, because I asked you for water and you said, I can't have it unless you clean up my room first. So no, right after that, I left them a very, very nasty review on booking.com. Not only that, but on Google too. And it was right after I got out of the hotel, I hurry up and clicked enter, I clicked enter, and then that was the end. See, people need to know if they're given bad service, and this is why knowing how to write these types of emails are very, very vital. Now, a lot of you out there in the native English-speaking countries, you guys know how to do this, but a lot of my non-native English speakers, you guys want to speak up, but you're scared about your writing, you're scared about not being able to get your point across. So this is why I'm going to do this. Ah. Next paragraph. On 19th, or on the 19th of August, I bought an e-reader at your store in Guilford. When I arrived home, comma, I removed the e-reader from its box and discovered that the screen was broken. Okay, so basically we're talking about the situation right off the back. As a result, comma, I took it back to the, re- the store the following day. However, comma, the shop assistant told me that I could only have a refund if I returned the e-reader in its original box. So he talks about the situation. He bought the e-reader, came home, broken, okay, return it back to the store. They say a no. So he talks about the initial situation. Then he talks about the next situation. Which he breaks down with the next day. The next day I went back again with the e-reader in its original packaging. As the shop assistant said to. This time a different shop assistant told me that I could not have a refund because he said I had broken the screen myself. So when it comes to customer service. And when you're trying to do win-win situations and win-win negotiation. You should never, ever, ever Point fingers at the customer. Remember, the customer is always right. And if you point fingers and say, hey, you know what? This is really ridiculous. And No, you're the one that broke it. You will lose. You're finished. However, if we look at this, he said, hey, you know what? You broke the screen. This was not true. In the end, I had to leave the store with the original faulty e-reader and without my refund. He said, I will not go back Again, to the store in Guilford, since the shop assistants there are so rude. I demand a full refund for the faulty e-reader. Furthermore, that means in addition, (coughs) excuse me, I would like a written apology for the bad treatment I have received. If I do not hear from you in the next two weeks, I will take my complaint to a consumer advice center. And then at the very, of course, the bottom, you write your conclusion. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Now, this is a very, very good complaint because if you look at the three paragraphs set up, okay, at the beginning, you talk about the situation. The follow-up situation is in 
or of course, and the result is in the second paragraph. Now, in the third paragraph is like, hey, you know what? You guys suck at this location. I want a full refund. I'm going to write, I want a written apology from you. And if I don't hear from you, I'm going to take action up with this, uh, this agency. Now, this is very, very good. And of course, in England, I love the way they do business like this because they always look for customers first. Well, I wouldn't say most of the time, but you actually have a consumer advice center. See, in America, not really. In Thailand, forget about it. And so, again, if we break down th these paragraphs, guys, this is how you would write a formal letter of complaint. Look at some of the different sentence variations. At the very, very bottom, he uses, of course, um, a conditional one sentence, given the ultimatum, saying, if I do not hear from you in the next two weeks, comma, I will take my complaint to, of course, uh, the Consumer Advice Center. So guys, again, these these types of things or these things you should be able to go over in full. Meaning, if you know, this, this is a nice little cheat sheet. Now, writing emails of complaints, you're not sure how to write it in this and that. You don't want to come off as this or that. But this is a, com this is a perfect example of how you can actually write a formal email of complaint. So what I did, of course, you guys will be able to read this on my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. And at the bottom of the blog, there is one for you to write about. So this scenario is, in July, you ordered two tickets for a concert by your favorite band on the internet. The tickets were very expensive. All right, so follow me here. The concert was supposed to be August 1st. But the tickets only arrived two days after, so you couldn't go. You rang the ticket company three times before August 1st, but they promised the tickets would arrive on time. Now, you're going to write a letter of complaint to the manager of the ticket company, who is me. So if you guys want to, of course, take up this task, man, I'm looking forward to hearing some of your email replies. Of course, you could do it on... Um, what is it? You could do it on uh, the Facebook page. I've actually put my Facebook link on there. Or, of course, you could just post it on Instagram. You name it. I'm looking forward to this. All right. So, guys, with that being said, I'm so excited to actually uh, do these nice little interactive exercises. Developing, writing a formal email of complaint. If you guys got any questions, man, Please let me know, and I hope that this recording actually went very, very well, because it says I've been recording for about, what, 11 minutes, but it seems like it's been about 15 minutes. But anyways, guys, with that being said, man, if you guys have any questions, please let me know. Hopefully this has helped you guys, and you know what? Welcome back to another Developing Writing episode. We got a few more to go, and then we're going to be switching it into the monster. So... Guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. I am your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.